Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Gil Gross here, and it is time for a preview of Novak Djokovic versus Stefano Tsitsipas in the 2021 Roland Garros Final. Novak comes off what he has called, and I would tend to agree, one of the great performances of his career, the best anyone has ever played Nadal on court Philippe Chatrier, a four-set victory over the 13-time champion. Meanwhile, Tsitsipas, I think he's been fantastically consistent throughout the tournament, struggled at times with his mental, with his nerves in the semifinal against Alexander Zverev but really was never behind in that match. And each time they got on even terms, Tsitsipas pulled ahead with some superior tennis. But he's been so solid, in my opinion, in matches against Medvedev, John Isner, Pablo Carena Busta, and um, even even the Spaniard was was really, really good. Martinez, Pedro Martinez, I thought was really good. Tsitsipas uh, handled him quite easily. Uh, so he's also leading the tour in wins, having... These are actually the, the two players who are having the best years in 2021, uh, Djokovic and Tsitsipas, no doubt. So uh, this should be a good one. Let me start with just this overarching question that kind of looms over the match, which is how is Djokovic going to rebound uh, after such a, you know, what felt like a very momentous occasion, yet you have another match to play. It's only the semifinal, and he, he hasn't won the tournament yet. Um, and first of all, I think physically, yes, Novak we haven't seen him actually have to do this in quite a bit. There hasn't been an example since probably 2018, but that wasn't that long ago. And Novak has to play his semifinal against Nadal that year over two days, 10, eight in the fifth, and then beats Kevin Anderson in straight sets in that Wimbledon final. Now I think Tsitsipas is a little bit more threatening than KA, but I think the point stands. I wouldn't be too concerned about Novak physically. Emotionally, again, you have the example in 2015 when he beat Rafa Nadal and then ultimately lost uh, against Stan Wawrinka. But he did follow up and beat Andy Murray in the semifinal in the very next match. So I expect Novak to to get back up for this. I mean, he you know he's the ultimate professional and competitor at this point. I think he very much understands what needs to be done, how he gets himself into the place mentally where he's moved on from his semifinal, and now he's ready for the final. I think both physically and emotionally he should be fine, but look out for just an early match hangover. I think if we see it play in effect, it'll be probably at the beginning of the match, and Tsitsipas has started really well in back-to-back -back matches against Verev and Medvedev. So maybe that's something to look out for, but I don't think that's too much of a concern for Djokovic, and I think this will be decided uh, with both players coming in, a full gas tank, and... No real excuses here whatsoever. Um, the matchup history makes this intriguing, very intriguing. Now, it's a 5-2 overall for Novak Djokovic, who lost his first uh, two out of his first three matches against Stefano Tsitsipas, but the last two have been highly competitive on clay. A Roland Garros semifinal last year where Novak won in five. Tsitsipas uh, couldn't hold up physically in that one. 
And then uh, just a couple of weeks ago in the Ro- in Rome, excuse me, not the final. I almost called it the final. But um, in Rome, he beats Tsitsipas um, 7-5 in the fifth after Stefanos served for it in that third set. So this has been highly, highly competitive. Um, and it makes this very exciting. Um I'm happy for Pass just to get to this point because he deserves it. He's playing the level of tennis that on clay, especially that he belongs in a Roland Garros final. And I'm glad he's made it there because, again, I, I do think he's put in all the work and made all of the requisite improvements that this is where uh, this is where he deserves to be. So let's talk about this tactically as a matchup for Novak. I actually think that this is pretty similar to a matchup against Nadal. I think the same things are at play. And I think although you have a righty in Tsitsipas instead of a lefty in Nadal, I think from a matchup perspective, you have a lot of similar goals if you're Novak Djokovic. Obviously, you want to get the return of serve to the Stefano Tsitsipas backhand because he is in the mold, Tsitsipas is, of Rafa Nadal and Dominic Team. And I think to a lesser extent, maybe Andre Rublev. Um, you add Tsitsipas in that mix as someone who, if you give them a comfortable forehand off the first ball, they generally do something really, really good with that forehand on a consistent basis. So once again, it'll be a goal for Novak to get the return of serve to the backhand. And look how beautifully he did it down um, match point. Again, or excuse me, not down match point, but with Tsitsipas serving for the match at 5-4 in the third set. At 30-40 here, this is a first serve to Novak's backhand, and look where he ends up putting this return. <laughs> look where look where Stefano says he's dragged all the way off the court. So again, it's a very different return from the one that that Novak was having to hit against Nadal, where he would have to go down the line with his backhand here. Against Tsitsipas, it's actually probably a little bit easier of a shot to go cross-court, but there's still a very fine margin that you're hitting to, and only a player with Novak's skill can try to hit to that margin, but um, I expect him to certainly try. Uh, Stefanos' serve has suffered from a little bit of predictability, especially on the second serve. I found that against Daniil Medvedev, he did not mix it up enough. He kept going to the kick serve to the backhand, and uh, we didn't see a lot of different serves. And that also feels very familiar from some of Nadal's pitfalls. So that's one thing to watch out for It is, will Stefanos mix it up? Will he keep Djokovic off balance on the return? Or is he going to get read like a book and Djokovic is going to be sitting on these backhand returns and he's going to make them spectacularly because you just can't let that shot. You can't let Novak's return get comfortable. He can't know where the ball's going to go or, or he's going to kill you. So that's one thing to watch and the return and getting it to the backhand. Uh, Tsitsipas won't be nearly as effective if he's hitting first ball backhands, just like Nadal. I also think that uh, in the baseline rallies, Novak will also target the backhand. Cross-court backhand precision is something that Djokovic really excels in. He can hit into small targets on the backhand cross-court. And also his inside-out forehand should should be a key in this one. I think that he did a nice job actually hitting his forehand with a lot of kick and heavy topspin to the Tsitsipas backhand in their match against Rome. So look out for that. Uh, obviously, again, this is a different shot than what Novak was hitting in the semifinal, that uh, heavy cross-court forehand that Novak was using in the fi- in the semi. This is a completely different shot that he's hitting, uh, but it 
tries to accomplish the same thing. Novak has done this to righties before. He did it to Dominic Team in Australia in the fifth set. And here's the philosophy around it. The philosophy is, in a neutral baseline rally, I am going to make you attack with your backhand. And when, if, you know, if you get impatient... And if you're attacking with your backhand instead of your forehand, you are going to miss more than you are going to make. Not to mention, if you make it, I'm going to defend easier because it's just not as heavy a shot. So that's that's the philosophy around it. It's okay. Go ahead. Make something happen. Um, but you'll have to do it on your backhand and not your forehand. Let's talk about Djokovic's first serve. It's been really, really good all year long. And I'm convinced that it's good enough for Stefano Tsitsipas to have some issues on his own return. His return that I don't think looked great against Verev throughout the match. At times it looked very poor. And this match will be at a similar time of day. The conditions are likely to be somewhat quick. And Djokovic is hitting his, his flat serve. Uh, to the backhand, his slice serve to the Tsitsipas forehand uh, very, very well. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tsitsipas' level of return sometimes leaves a lot to be desired. And you know that if his returns are short in the court, if they are attackable, that Novak is not going to miss very often. And he's going to put Tsitsipas under pressure. I would also look for a lot of serve plus drop shot combinations. Tsitsipas' um, return position is pretty deep in the court. But unlike Nadal, who I praised before the match for the way he handles drop shots, and I think he actually made some great plays yesterday on them when they were not outright winners, which many of them were because Djokovic's drop shot was so good. Uh, Tsitsipas, in my opinion, does not handle drop shots well, does not defend them well. I find him to be too predictable. I think he punches it deep down the line about 80% of the time, and I would expect Novak... Uh, to anticipate that and hit a lot of maybe volley lobs over Tsitsipas's head or just, you know, being in the right spot that sets up the passing shot. So Tsitsipas really needs to, again, it comes down to var variation, mix it up and make different plays off of Novak's drop shot because I'd expect to see a lot of them. Let's talk about Tsitsipas and some of the things that he can do well in this matchup. I reiterate how competitive it's been the last two times they've played. Tsitsipas has the potential to serve well enough to bother Novak's return, um, to set up his forehands, and it'll be a test to see if, you know, it's obviously a battle of shots here, and it always is this way in tennis. Djokovic will be trying to hit to, to get his returns to the backhand, or at least very deep down the middle, and we'll see if Tsitsipas' serve is big enough to disrupt that intention. He also has good enough court coverage on his return games to make it difficult for Djokovic to finish off of his um, off the ground on the return games. 
And if you look at it, you know, I don't think that Djokovic has completely remedied his struggles on clay to finish off the ground. But I think he's hitting his forehand at least well enough that he's setting up easy opportunities in the midcourt to finish with drop shots, to finish with overheads, to finish with easy volleys. I still don't think he's quite there and might never he might never be there where he's developed so much power that from the baseline that it's similar to I think what he was doing when he was a bit younger which is just finding his way through the court from the back of the court I still don't think he's quite doing that but with his angles his point construction the way he's opening the court he's uh he's still trying to find ways to finish points I will say that Tsitsipas his court coverage will make it very difficult for Novak to hit through the court from the back, and he will require Novak to to reach into his bag of tricks as he uh, as he will be ready to do. But it's still a good thing compared to certain other opponents that will be easier for Novak to use his forehand to dictate against. Uh, I think Tsitsipas needs to go to net behind his forehands. And this can be the difference. This can be a big difference in his ability to finish points a little bit better than Rafa did in the semifinal. Tsitsipas is so comfortable with his transition game moving forward, hitting precise forehand approach shots, and forcing Djokovic to come up with something special on the passing shots. That's going to be very key. Tsitsipas needs to be imposing and move forward and use his athleticism at the net. Uh, if he doesn't have that, he stands very little chance because Novak will get back to neutral on too, mu too many of Tsitsipas' offensive opportunities from winning positions. Another thing I think Tsitsipas needs to do is figure out a way to play with patience and variety on the backhand-to-backhand -backhand rally while looking for the forehand. I talked about what Tsits uh, I talked about how Novak will want to keep it on the backhand and force Tsitsipas to create from there. Well, guess what? Stefanos has two options there. He can either pull a Lorenzo Massetti and try to mix it up a ton and use the slice and try to put some air under it and then try to drive through it a little bit flatter and to keep Novak off balance on the backhand, to try to keep him on the defense and, and create those attackable balls on the backhand side. That's one option. Again, I don't think, as I said when I went live after um, the semifinals yesterday, I don't think Tsitsipas has the slice that Lorenzo Massetti does. I also don't think that he has the variety that Lorenzo Massetti does. I think his backhand is just generally a little bit more uh, stagnant in terms of how he gets it off. Uh, so I don't know if he can execute this or not. We'll see. He does have a pretty good short chip, uh, but it's, it's pretty good when it goes in. Just sometimes I think that it's not necessarily automatic and you don't really want to miss on that shot because the risk reward like the reward is all right it's decent but you know it's not great to miss that shot I don't think so um the other option is just to be incredibly patient Titipas has great fitness like the way he the way he ran in that Rome match because Djokovic ran him around a lot Titipas was very willing to run and I trust him in long rallies. I think he's got good rally tolerance. And let's see if he can just trade cross court long enough that it's actually Novak that feels like he needs to change something. That'll be interesting. That's another option on the backhand to backhand. But it'll be difficult if he gets impatient and if he tries to attack on his backhand and try to do more with that shot than it's capable of. That's the key. Uh, the last thing is another thing that 
I think Nadal could have done better in the semifinal. Tsitsipas needs to go after Novak's second serve. He needs to do more than what he usually does. Tsitsipas's play off the second serve is generally this. It's generally um, hitting heavy to the righty backhand, heavy topspin, and playing the point from there and looking for you know the 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 off court um, forehand. So basically the runaround forehands and to go inside out and inside in and and that's where Tsitsipas is most deadly and most dangerous. So that's that's how he likes to play his second serve return points. I think he needs to do more than that. He can't expect to just hit heavy to Novak's backhand and expect that to give him an advantage uh, to start the point. I think he needs to, this is a common theme, I think he needs to mix it up. I think sometimes he needs to hit heavy to Novak's forehand side. He needs to hit angles off of it. He needs to inject pace right up the middle and try to jam Novak up. Uh, sometimes he should go heavy to the backhand, but he really needs to think that about how he attacks Novak's second serve because it has been slow for the entirety of the clay court season. It has been a very off-speed kick serve, and I think Tsitsipas really needs to look for offense off that shot. So those are the tactical keys for both. My prediction is given the recent history of this match, there's no reason to think that it won't be competitive. But I do have my doubts about one thing that I haven't discussed for the entirety of this preview, which is the moment and the pressure. And yes, I have my doubts about how Pass will handle the moment. And this is a natural part of developing. I think some people just have an innate ability to just be immune to these moments and I don't think Tsitsipas has that, quite frankly. I don't think I don't think Team has it. I don't think Zverev has it. I think it's actually rare. I think most don't have it. So I want to be very clear about that. But I don't think Stefanos has it. And I just think that's kind of a bad combo considering Djokovic's clutch quality. I think Novak has stood head and shoulders above even the, the other two members of the big three late in his career just with how clutch he's been. And when you combine that, you do wonder what the big moments will look like in this match uh, because I expect Tsitsipas to grow from this but to struggle with it just a little bit. With that, And to add on to that, you know, the way Novak has been returning, the way Novak has been hitting his forehand and his first serve, uh, I have to pick him in four sets here. And I would not be surprised if Tsitsipas pushes him and he wins in five. So my prediction, Tsitsipas in four. No surprise if it's five. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Did I say Tsitsipas? I meant Djokovic. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.